Welcome to CCRPG, where we open up our virtual table and play games with some good friends. I'm Bob, and I'll be running Lancer, an RPG by Miguel Lopez and Tom Parkinson Morgan. You can find it at Massive Press on itch.io. Our pilots have arrived, finally, at the site of the upcoming meeting between Colion of the Ruined Chain and Contraterrene. After successfully making it past a periapsis trap in our last session, the DBC crew find themselves at the edge of the Creo system. The meeting is to take place within an asteroid field an hour or so downwell. Today, while the gate is on, so both parties don't feel boxed in. Where are the pilots as we return to our session today? How much time has passed? Since uh, it took you, you know, close to like a work day's worth of time to get through the last system and to teleport here. So, um, I mean, to, to, you know, cross system to come to here. So you can assume that where we left off last time was, you know, you guys getting ready to just motor over for a little bit longer and maybe like seven or eight hours have passed. All right. Yeah. Um, and excuse me. You guys uh, all last... did your downtime actions and stuff. This is all post your downtime actions and whatnot. Yeah. So I was just going to say, I, I think Astro would be uh, on the bridge consulting with um, uh, consultant. Wow. I just had a total uh, a torse. I had a brain fart. I couldn't remember her name. Um, uh, consulting with torse. Um, and like checking the status of the probes he launched, uh, you know, during his downtime activity, um, seeing if they're picking up any activity, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So yeah. Uh, you, as you were kind of uh, sublighting through the last system on your way here, um, there were no pings. Um, you were, yeah, not followed as far as you're aware, uh, based off of your, your scan net that you set up behind you. Um, and, you know, resultingly, you've had no, you know, surprises between then and here. You all got through your downtime actions without interruption, and uh, you successfully arrived at the Creo system without any trouble. Um, and did we, did we put uh, Kalyan on board uh our ship i think we talked about um yes yes he has he has come over again on his uh kind of like ship to ship um, yeah uh boarding vessel so yeah so, he's, he's on board again with you uh, you can probably assume that if you've arrived at the end of this edge of the system of creo and uh you know are getting ready to go down well for the meeting he's probably on the bridge with you so yeah, uh, I'll uh, you know I, after I do another status check of the probes um, and the scan net we left behind uh, with Torse, I'll turn to Kalyan and I'll say, well, uh, looks like we haven't been followed, so that's a good sign. Um, we are ready to go as soon as you are. <sighs> All right, so far so good. Uh... The meeting place, I already gave you the coordinates for if we just head in. We should be arriving first, I believe. Uh, Contraterrain should arrive at around the same time, but... All right. Uh, 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 we'll start uh, going in. Um, right. Then I'll take us in. 
All right. Uh, the a lot of you uh, start, you know, uh, hitting sublight to head from the edge of the cryo system down well towards the asteroid field. Um, from what you've been able to determine, uh, you know, kind of based off of, you know, what you know about this system is cryo is kind of like a used up system that has remnants of prior Cygnus outposts. Now, there's mostly just small remnant populations on various planetoids and moons here. There's no large settlements in this system. Um, but there's many small celestial bodies, uh, not much of note. Um, and the specific asteroid field that you're navigating to right now um, is, just happens to be one close to the edge of the gravity well created by the system's star. Um, kind of like uh, the space equivalent of like a nondescript back alley, so to speak, right? Like this isn't, there's not a lot of through traffic in this system. <laughs> so a good place for us to get mugged as well. True. Um, yes. Uh, so we know that uh, Astro and Rock are up in the bridge. Uh, where are uh, Evelyn and Dine? I assume that Evelyn and Dine are probably down in the hangar because I know Evelyn was trying to work on modifying her, uh, her, um, the, the uh, grappling hooks system. Yeah, the so. grappling hooks to work to work with the asteroid. So I assume Dine is probably helping her, uh, do that. Yeah, I would imagine she, there has to be some sort of module that actually like sets things up, and we can't really set it up till we get there. So like maybe there's like a launching probe or something that just like launches all the um, grappling hooks everywhere. Yeah, so Dine, Dine's helping her program that, and meanwhile, he's uh, he tasks Artemis with with kind of like a job, because he's like, okay, Artemis, uh, there are going to be asteroids everywhere. We, I, I need you to kind of focus on how to, uh, if if they if they think that they can hide behind the asteroids, let me know. We'll blast through them. I think that that would be an excellent exhibition of the power of the system. We should probably try to do that, even if they aren't hiding behind the asteroid. Perhaps we should position ourselves so we can do that on purpose. I mean, well, if we uh, go all out, I don't think the asteroids will be a problem. They just won't be there afterwards. Mm. Hopefully. Asteroids can sometimes be long larger than you would expect. Well, we'll find out. I mean, but if you got to get a little prepared. creative with it, just, you know, I, I, I nervously look toward Dine as I say this. We'll trust your judgment. It would be nice I, if there's some trapped volatile elements inside so that it would explode as well. Dine rolls his eyes. I think we've had experiences with that on the last planet. We uh, <laughs> set off an explosion. That time, Astro almost died. So let's not have. Uh, let's make sure if we're blowing that up that we're not quite near it. Look, I'll, t I'll tell you what. I, I will attach a grenade to one of the um, one of the, uh, uh, the the devices. So like that one will explode when it hits a metal mech. Man, that's gonna be a big damn grenade. I mean, I imagine they're like uh, like lancer-sized grenades, not us, us grenades. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, but I'm just imagining that is a big damn grenade. It's like a, it's like a basketball. If a basketball was a grenade, that's that's what I imagine a lancer grenade would be sized. All right, all right. 
All right. Dine really is the epitome of the meme. I'm a doctor, but while cocking a gun, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> I'm a doctor when the situation suits it, but there haven't been many situations that have suited my need. Therefore, I require another profession. <laughs> that makes a, that makes him the opposite of McCoy. Then, damn it, I I'm a bored. doctor, not a blah blah blah. <laughs> What was the last time you doctored, actually? Uh, when uh, you guys were after... almost dead, right yeah. off. Oh, yeah. Last mission. Just like <laughs> less than 24 wow. hours ago. Yeah. Wow. Within the last day. Okay, okay. For what the a record... thankless job. <laughs> for, for the record, it's been some time since our last recording session. <laughs> I remembered. Dine just looks at Evelyn. Man, you must have got hit harder than I thought. Maybe I should take another exam. <laughs> Look, it's just a little bit of a load when I wake up in the morning. It's fine. Maybe you should lay off whatever that thing is you call alcohol. Look, it just because... Sardine juice. (laughs) Okay, no, we're not doing that. I'm half convinced it's alcohol mixed with engine degreaser, but maybe I'm wrong. Certainly tastes like it. Uh, Alright, so... Uh, we know where our pilots are as we start heading down. Uh, Dine and Evelyn are working on, uh, you know, just putting the fine tuning on Evelyn's idea for kind of like a uh, asteroid roping launching mechanism of some sort, um, just in case, you know, always have a always always have a, a weapon of extreme threat, <laughs> just in case, I guess. Um, and, uh, Astro and, uh, Rock are up on the bridge getting ready to pull in. Um, the Relst, uh, which is Kolayan's flagship, uh, is accompanying you as you head down well towards the asteroid field. Um, he has it kind of like taking the lead and you guys are flying escort for it. Um, if, tell me if the plan has changed, but the plan was... Is the plan still to say that he is on board that ship, or are you just going to be like, no, he's he's on board here with his bodyguards, and also yeah, his I, flagship I'm, is here? I'm still good to say he's on the other ship, just as a extra security measure. Okay. Um, when until... you go, when when it's time to go over to the Contratarian ship for negotiations. What ship is he going to leave from to go there? Um. Uh. Well. Okay. At, at that point, once w- once we're ready to um. Uh. Actually, transport him. I'll radio uh the other ship and I'll say, actually, he's on our ship. We were just we were just uh broadcasting news on the other ship as a security measure okay so you're just gonna be you know completely honest with them kind of like show up with the facade intact and then when the time comes be like yeah it was a facade of course you know (laughs) it was a ruse yeah it was the facade over 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 secure more secure channel i assume right yeah once once you get there and they don't open fire on you immediately you could be like yeah don't worry about it (laughs) all right so yeah you pull in uh the the space debris here is tightly packed 
Um, there are, you know, very few actually inroads that um, the RELST and the DBC can take into this field um, to kind of avoid collisions. Uh, of course, space is still big, so you're able to find, you know, area to, like, navigate them in. But it's definitely not a straight shot. You almost have to, like, maneuver the ships in um, rock to, like, get towards the heart of this field. Um the debris itself um, varies in size from anywhere from you'd you'd imagine from like the size of your hand all the way to asteroids practically the size of half the DBC. So like four to five times the size of your max. Um, so it's, you know, space debris. Um, and uh, as you as you loop your way in, it's it's not hard to navigate, but. Yeah, I mean, if if someone was, you know, flying full speed in here, it would be dangerous. Yeah. So I'm flying at full speed. (laughs) You do have that show off uh, skill trigger. I mean, if you want to, we can set some stakes and determine what turns out. What would you gain? You'd show up and and the other guy would be intimidated. Yeah, you'd get, uh, what's, what's the... What's the phrase? You'd get um, bragging rights. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. Call base. Man, did you hear about those crazy people lose. who flew, flew flew max speed through an asteroid field and didn't get destroyed? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys uh, head towards the heart of the field. And as you get there, uh, there is kind of a an area that that's noticeably you know a little bit freer of debris um that has been marked for you on your navigational systems based off of the data kalyan gave you um that is the rendezvous point so you kind of head closer to those navigational coordinates uh the relst comes to a stop um you come to a stop alongside of it and um yeah you're just waiting for a little bit until contratarian shows up all right. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll ask, like, Torse to do a scan of the surrounding area um, um, to see if uh, anything is, everything is all above board. Uh, yeah, she'll just type away the computer. Yeah, right away. Um, so, oh, well, I, I can see why you'd want to do something in here if you want it to be secret art. Our signals are bouncing all over the place. Um, still uh, on our long-range scanners, though, I can tell. Um, looks like our our guests have shown up. I see some uh, contacts arriving at the edge of the system that are heading this way now. They should probably okay. show up within the next 30 minutes or so. Are we waiting here for them? Yep, we are. Uh, how many crosses his arms and nods. He goes, yeah, this is the rendezvous point. Once they arrive, we'll send our greetings to them and uh, make arrangements to start the negotiations. How many ships are in their party? Uh, <clears throat> I assume you're asking this to... Uh, to Torse. Torse. Uh, it just a... looks like uh, one. Okay. Oh, uh, you know, send a, one. send a message up to the bridge. One big go, ship. Do you... And he'll go, do you want us to go out and set up the... Uh, the system that uh, Evelyn and I have put together just in case we find we get ambushed. I don't think we're going to have many other chances. Uh, 
yeah, it's it's good to be prepared. I mean, I was going to do it anyway, even if he said no, so that makes it all the better, Well, Dine's going to go out and help you set it up to speed up the process. Ah, okay. All right, so uh, you guys space out. Um, now, this is a mech size thing. I assume you're doing this, like, actually in your mechs. Yes. Like, yeah. working on this. So, yeah, you guys, uh, you go out. Um, you find uh, just kind of a location towards your retreat line, you know, you know, in the in the part of the asteroid field that's a little bit more <laughs> densely packed. That's along the line that, you know, the DBC and the RELS would have to take if it was leaving the asteroid field. Um, you find some prime candidates. Uh, what size asteroid are you looking to attach this to, Chimera? I think... And you're going to have to tell me the capabilities of the system because we haven't really talked about it too much. Um, I was I was hoping for like anything at least mech size or larger because like that's basically what it's been designed for anyway. Yeah, so we're calling this uh, the ability to use bombardment, right? That's what yeah. I gave you for doing this. So yep. it's a blast two. Uh, you know, that's a pretty large size, right? You know, for for that um, bombardment. Um, so oh, yeah. I would say... Good thing we uh, attach those grenades, I guess, for the last part. <laughs> well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll say that it's, like, kinetic damage instead of explosive, but otherwise it'll remain the same. I'd say, yeah, probably you could attach it to an asteroid approximately double your size. So, like, a size 2 asteroid. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll just set up a on a bunch of those, I guess. All right. Yeah, you can go ahead and set that up. Now, remember, um, I'm giving you the ability to use this once uh, if you need to use it, if like a battle were to break out or something. Um, so e even if you narratively are setting it up on multiple asteroids, um, if it's going to be used during combat, we'll assume that it is, you know, whatever one you are able to use this with is whatever ones that was closest by or is relevant to the combat you're in, if that takes place. Does that make sense? Sure, yeah. Yeah, narratively, you know, it'll be whatever one happens to be around will make it work, but, you know, you can have it set up so that no matter which way you go, there's one available to you. You know what I mean? Yep. Okay, cool. And as I guess, so Artemis... Artemis is able to activate this remotely, I guess, um, from wherever she's ba based inside of Dine's mech, I guess. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, that gave was her, something you, you said I could do. Trigger. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so we'll just say that if if you feel that you want me to use it, just tell me, because I believe it's what is it a quick action no, or is it a full it is, action? It is a full action. Is a full action. Uh, okay. But because you gave it to Artemis, and I don't expect this to come up, but it'd be funny if it did. Even if Dine is not in his mech, Artemis as a full action would still be able to use the bombardments. <laughs> yes, that's what I was hoping for. And so. I, what, what I'm getting at though is I, I like to tell Artemis a code word in case, like, like, because, like, you know, if we're in a situation where we don't want them to know we're doing this, like, you know, let's have a way of, you know, saying that we want to do this. So I'll tell her. Um, this is me, like a like a, a code word. Yeah. Uh, this is your fault, Jeremy. Uh, sardine juice. <laughs> that's, a, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, okay, fine. That's what we're using now, isn't it? Dine just, kind of, Dine just kind of looks, looks at, like, I assume he's still in the mech. He just kind of looks at Evelyn's mech, shakes his head, face palms, and then goes, 
I guess that's the code word, Artemis. <laughs> uh, what's funny is as Evelyn talked, you saw like a waveform appear uh, on your screen where Artemis is where um, Artemis's like uh, embodiment usually appears on your screen that kind of like matched Evelyn's waveform when she said sardine juice. And then it isolated the waveform and you see a bunch of little like points of data like examining the waveform and you just hear Artemis's <laughs> voice go, acknowledged. The good thing is no one's going to say that accidentally. <laughs> That's the point. Uh, it's a good thing that happens to not be an expletive that uh, Evelyn uses very often. <laughs> oh, sardine juice. <laughs> you just have to worry if, like, if Curry wanders into the mech hangar and be like, oh, your stuff spilled in the vents and there's sardine juice everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, Somewhere Artemis, distance, Artemis activates the meeting. Yeah. Somewhere Artemis acknowledged and you just see a fucking asteroid fly across the field you can actually buy that artemis is just listening to every like channel and waveform possible for someone to say sardine shoes scanning like, Ar- gotta say it sooner or later Ar- yeah. artemis is smart enough to like understand the context um but it will just use any excuse to blow up the asteroid she, she decided that she wants to follow the letter of the law not the spirit of the law so yeah. she turns on a radio and starts scanning to piece together waveforms <laughs> i'm going to hear this code word whether they want it or not hey i mean if she was to go rogue ai that's something they would do um so you know we'll see I hate I'm just going to keep threatening you, you with the, the, the <laughs> yeah. concept that Artemis can become unshackled at any point, guys. Just know that that's a possibility. It's a scary so. thought, for sure. Every single time that I get structured, that's a possibility. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm fully aware. Not worrying at all. Uh, have you told any of us that this is a thing? I assume that you guys have basic AI knowledge that they can be unshackled if enough damage is done to whatever structure they're in. So yeah. no. <laughs> so no, he hasn't told you. No, I, I, I don't expect us to know that I, at all. I assume at least Astro understands this because he has yeah. ex- experience and probably Rock because Rock's experience with um, the military. He probably have some form of AIs, but I don't. But he probably doesn't know about Evelyn. No, I, I have no idea. I just assume that she's just a mischievous little scamp who will never screw us over. <clears throat> well, uh, here's hoping we survive long enough for me to uh, level up to, li- to the next license level, and I can remove that possibility. So I li- in my head, when you said mischievous little scamp, I imagine Artemis as that little girl smiling evilly in front of the burning building. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except replace the burning building with... A melting mech. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, after a little while, um, a large uh, ship, and by large, I mean like a size category larger than um, either of the ships you two brought. Um, not quite like a capital ship like you were being threatened with um, when you were being chased uh, by the corpse. Um, so this isn't like... This isn't like uh, Star Destroyer levels, right? This is more like, oh, this is we're we're in like a small freighter ship, and that is like 
a military dreadnought, right? Like this is this is some serious hardware that showed up here, and it makes sense why there's only one of it, right? It doesn't doesn't probably need that much to be intimidating to you guys. Um, but it is small enough um, still to just barely navigate uh, through the asteroid field without disturbing too much. Um, it is uh, sleek and um, purpose-built looking. Uh, it is almost like if someone took uh, a office building and put it on its side and put engines on it. Um, it, it you can tell that this is one of those like ships where they take um, like the amount of space used in its construction and the amount of materials used to build it very seriously. Um, but that is offset by uh, immediately uh, as it gets within range for it to do so. Um, uh, Torsay is just throwing scans at it, right? Just kind of like normal thing when a ship comes into view, like get as much info on it as possible. And everyone who's on the bridge, so Rock, Colion, uh, uh astro uh you start to see readouts of just an, a tremendous amount of military hardware on the exterior of the ship so while the while the hull itself uh looks very purpose-built and generic the outside of this ship is just covered in turrets and uh missile tubes and um you know point defense cannons and things like that it is it is porcupine-ish in terms of uh, how defensive it is. Um, uh, I'd like to ask Kalyan, uh-huh. uh, if you don't mind me interrupting. Oh, please. Are, are, are they being purposefully showy, or is this just who you were expecting and, and who you're uh, negotiating with? Because I don't think we're going to be able to, you know, uh, be as uh, intimidating as they are. Kalayan smirks a little bit with his hands like clasped behind his back in like parade rest. Um, he's like, huh. well, uh, I imagine if I had to guess, this is probably a bargaining tactic. They know that that's what we're looking for. Hardware and support. Seems like they're trying to show off that they have everything we could need. And at the same time, showing that uh, they obviously have the upper hand here. Glad I'm not going into those negotiations. I mean, good luck, but... <laughs> Thanks. Well, you all done your jobs admirably. You got me here, and... Even with the delays, we arrived on time. This is my sphere. I have to do my part now. Yeah, in fact, that's something you can lord over them. We were first. <laughs> Something tells me they aren't going to be too impressed, but uh, if it comes up. Uh, so, yeah, as it comes within range, um, he just consults uh, with you and Astro a little bit more um, as uh, it's making its way to the interior uh, meeting point where you guys are at the uh, kind of nav point. So, what's the plan? Uh, we had discussed uh, a couple of different options. You possibly coming with me uh, into the into the ship as bodyguards, or I could take mine, and he motions to the two bodyguards you've become familiar and friendly with during the course of this mission. Um, or I can go with just the two bodyguards I told them initially. If you want to stay out here and, and watch for outside interference, I, uh, 
I'm interested to see where you think you'd be most helpful here. Of course, you know, your contract doesn't extend to the negotiations. Just getting me here safely and out safely will be uh, just fine. Well, I I feel like it would be a waste of a job not to at least make sure the negotiations go smoothly um, and you remain safe uh, for the duration. Um, I think... Uh, we are probably most useful um, on our ship, ready to board our mechs if there's any outside interference. Uh, and your two bodyguards, and I take a look at them, seem very capable, I might say. Hmm. Aren't they huge guys? No, no, they <laughs> oh, are I not. thought they were. <laughs> one of them is. Um, yeah. So, uh, Cord uh, is the large one you're thinking of. Uh, he's, you know, wearing kind of like light regimental attire right it's not exactly a uniform so much it is like kind of like matching a theme um and it is you know like traditional in terms of um like fit and like not showy or flashy in any way um but he has these like wavy tattoos all up and down his arms uh that come up the sides of his neck and into the back of his neck a little bit and he just he's the kind of guy he's he's built large and short right and he just looks like he looks like a square of muscle stout Um, guy yeah um he's like a space dwarf um (laughs) and he's he's just like this very affable always has this huge smile whenever he's talking to you kind of guy um the other person with you is uh bargain fraction uh that is kalian's second and bodyguard um she is a lot more lithe uh tall very um you know uh almost like a hawk right like looks like could pounce at every any moment she's she's constantly on like a hair trigger in terms of yeah like reactions and stuff like that um she's also the one who's done most of the strategy with you all during the course of the mission okay well and i and i also say to Cohen, but of course <laughs> we're at your service you know if you would feel more comfortable with some of us accompanying you along with your bodyguards uh we'd be happy to oblige no, I think you uh, you have the right of it. Uh, I'll head over in our uh, boarding vessel, and we'll start the negotiations. Uh, we'll let you know um, if anything comes up. Um, All right. This is this is out of context, and it's been a while. But didn't we get some information that could be used in the negotiations? You did. Oh, good call. Did who... we want to give that to him? I don't remember. I remember we us getting it, but I don't remember who got it and what it was. I think it was was it Rock or was it Astro? Uh, wasn't me. My my thing was setting up this. Because um, uh, this was before the gate. It's been a while. Uh, I don't. Think oh, it was me. Was it me was then? It? <laughs> this was before our last downtime actions. Yeah, yeah. It was it was the actions leading up to the gate, I believe. I still don't think it was me because the the. The previous uh, downtime actions I did was, um, uh, I think I was trying to figure out like the defenses on the gate station. Was it uh, Chuck? I'm checking my reserves, I and I usually me. keep that in my like reserves. Oh yeah, let section. me check it's my not reserves. There. Maybe it was me. Shit. Um, 
actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure it's you, Astro. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to remember you, a little didn't bit. Didn't you talk to <laughs> Jeremy's contact and he gave you some information on Contraterrain? Uh, that sounds familiar. Let me, um... Because yeah, remember, you up. put him in touch with your agent? I did. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's right. Uh, yeah, and then he gave us some information uh, from that. Okay, so, um... Let me let me just see if I have any information in my reserves. Where where are my reserves? I'm looking at CompCon. Uh, um, I don't see the player side, so someone help him with where reserves are on your sheet. Oh, I found them. I found okay. them. Uh, knowledge. Okay. Um, okay, well, that's real helpful. I put knowledge, um, but no other information. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> sad prices right noises <laughs> um yeah um uh so was it anything specific or was it just like a reserve of knowledge that can be used in the negotiation i'm pretty sure it was a reserve of knowledge about how they operate and how they prefer to do things to like maintain like good relations with them, right? So it's kind of like a, a more like a dossier on how to interact with them to not piss them off, right? Okay, like, so almost like yeah. a, here's what their internal culture is like if you want to make sure that you aren't seen as like some dumb outsider kind of thing. So um, let's say as like uh, when I had received some of that information, I compiled a little, uh, a little uh, like dossier. Yeah, or like a deck or something, and um, and I'll say to Kalyan, um, I received a, a, some information from a contact of a Dines about how best ways to interact and negotiate with these people. Uh, I'll send it to your terminal. It's probably something you don't need, but maybe it's a helpful reference. Uh, Kalyan accepts it gratefully and is like. Well, I assume that this was almost like, you know, you may have gone over some of this stuff with him already on the journey. Um, yeah, so that he yeah, may have prepared for a sure. Bit. But he like, you know, he has like some stuff he's taking with him to the meeting. Um, he looks the way he did before, you know, kind of like, you know, a ship's captain, like has a very, you know, uniformed look to him, even though he too is not really wearing uh, a military uniform, but is, you know, just made himself up in such a way that he looks very professional. Um, and he has with him, you know, kind of like a dossier, um, that he has and actually like some sort of like odd briefcase that he brought on board with him this time. Um, he did not have this the last time that he came on board your ship. What's in the box? But is it chained to his arm? <laughs> uh, it is handcuffed to his wrist. It is. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, uh, it, uh, Comet looks at it curiously, um, but there's an internal like debate going on in his head. Like, would it be rude to ask? Should I just let it go? <laughs> Is it a what bomb? did my last character who 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 I played that had this problem do? He did nothing. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> uh, the true method actor. Yeah. He decides to let it go. Yeah, exactly. So 
he just kind of looks at it curiously and he's like, well, uh, if there's anything else you need, uh, let us know. We'll be on standby. Uh, and um, after the negotiations are over, do you uh, require anything else? It's getting us out of here safely. Uh, once we, uh, you know, get back to a population center where uh, we can part ways. We'll wire you your payment for the mission and uh, we can part on good terms. Excellent. All right. Well, don't let me keep you. Well, uh, let's see what our new guests have to say as you see this uh, large ship uh, pull into the open, the uh, kind of like open area where the nav coordinates are. Are you guys still on the bridge, or did you, like, leave at this point? I assume oh. they're still on the bridge with you. So you yeah. would have heard this conversation behind you. Jay, did you have anything to say about that? No. Okay, just, cool. I just wanted to know, clarify. Got it. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, Torse will just say, oh, uh, in, yep, there they are. Um, yeah, the Relst is... Um, pinging is uh is wiring us a signal that they were sent from the other ship should i pull it up uh yeah all right so on the screen uh comes up uh an image uh that is like a you know close-up face image of uh whoever is on the opposite ship um uh there is the the person on the screen uh, just like nods curtly uh, at the screen as it comes up and just says, my name is Talela and I am from Contraterrain. I am here to meet with your representative for the ruined chain. I assume that you're on board and ready for our meeting. I don't imagine this should take too long. Uh, um. She is, uh, you only see like the the kind of like shoulders up view of her um but you can tell that she's wearing like a dark suit jacket with like a floral patterned uh dress shirt underneath of it um she has like dark hair pulled back with like a clip in it um but uh more notably uh to you all is that from her left ear to midway across her face are black tattoos in like an abstract blocky pattern uh that kind of like stretch across her face uh, Kolayan, uh steps forward, uh, accepting the call on your behalf. I assume you don't stop him, Astro, yep, as he kind of like steps into the into the like captain's position. My ship, Hey, I answer the phone here. Hey, here I'm the star of the office. show. <laughs> Kolayan? No, this is Astro. <laughs> this is Astro, and I'm going to be the best space mercenary ever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I won't interfere. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Kalayan steps up. Uh, he just stands at attention. Is just like, yes, this is Kalayan of the Ruined Chain. I am ready for our meeting. Um, we are actually currently on board our escort ship. Uh, we will be disembarking with a boarding ship from here, and I will meet you on board. Hopefully we can have some uh, good negotiations. Uh, the person on screen... Uh, Talela just like nods and says, "Right. Well, we'll expect you presently. Be sure to hurry up. We don't want to take too much time today. Other more important business. You understand." 
And then the screen just cuts off. What a bitch. Yeah, that was a little rude. Kalyan sighs and just goes, this is going to be some effort, I see. Well, they weren't going to send a representative that was going to make us feel too at home. We are asking for quite a bit, but he pats the briefcase he has with him. I have a few surprises for them. <laughs> um, Astro looks again more curiously at the briefcase, uh, and then he's like, well, I'm sure um, you're up to the task. All right. Well, I'll be in contact if we need anything. All right, let's go. He turns to his two subordinates as they leave the bridge. Once they leave, I'll say to Rock, um, do you think that's a bomb? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Uh, well, you know, the way uh, he's free to negotiate whatever way he wants to. It's not our business. Torse like spins around in her chair and just says, if if the guy that we were brought here to escort blows up, though, do we still get paid? <laughs> Astro strokes his chin. He's like, hmm, good question. We better well, I be. Actually, I don't actually think it's a bomb. Um, but I, I like the idea of Astro thinking things are bombs because he, he might be a little bit safer then. I feel like there's <laughs> ah, been many movies okay. where that is the case. <laughs> so, uh, I also like the idea of us getting paid for information we're given to our potential rivals in the future, Astro. I, I do. Um, yes, yes, I do. I do like the idea of getting paid. <laughs> As I raise an eyebrow, <laughs> looking at you. Torse size. Well, hopefully at least good relationship with the ruined chain is helpful. Kick my feet up, put a towel over my face, and just lay back. <laughs> All right, well, let's just be on standby. Uh, Torse, uh, let me know if... Uh, if uh, you detect any anything unusual or anything approaching um, the airspace here, um, I'm going to go to my quarters for All some right. R&R. Uh, I'll keep uh, periodic scans going to watch for any ships entering the uh, edge of the system. Alrighty. He's going to go right. to his quarters for some me time. Flips <laughs> on an Astro Jamming movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which movie did I see that briefcase scene from? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to do some research <laughs> on how to how to act in situations where a briefcase is involved. Yeah. <laughs> he watches a movie where someone puts a briefcase on a table and like flips it open. It's like, no, that's not useful. I need someone who's <laughs> carrying a briefcase, not someone who's opening a briefcase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they need to be handcuffed to the briefcase. What's the password for briefcases? One, two. <laughs> Three, four, five. Oh, wait. Wrong movie. Is that Spaceballs? <laughs> that watch is, Pulp uh... Fiction. But what? He watches Pulp Fiction confused, but what's in the briefcase? <laughs> it's a Just... golden light. <laughs> yeah. Just confused by the end of it. Uh, all right. So, yeah, uh, you guys spend some time hovering in space. 
um, just kind of on Overwatch. Um, the ship in front of you is very large and imposing, um, but, you know, between you and the Ralphs and the other ship here um, and the vast expanse of asteroids, space feels a little bit cozier. Uh, and by that, I mean claustrophobic in ways that it doesn't always um because you have uh, a bunch of large ships in a small area where normally as you're traveling you just have vast expanses of emptiness to deal with um but uh if you don't look outside the ship then you don't have to think about that as much um it is about an hour later when you get a message from kalayan um it is just like a like an update message. Um, you all know that the gate will be on all day. So you got here like right at the beginning of the gate opening. You were there like as it opened, you came to the system and went to the meeting place. So you got hours yet. Um, but he did inform you before that he wanted to wrap up this meeting. Both sides did uh, before the gate closed um, so that, you know, no one feels too penned in by anything. Um, but yeah, Kalyan sends over, um, just a message for, uh, addressed to Astro, um, that Astro, when you read it, um, just states, um, the negotiations are, uh, going decently. Um, they've shown some interest, um, but also are questioning whether or not we're worth the investment. I'm hoping that after we come back from, uh, this short rest that I'm going to be able to, uh, drop my ace in the hole uh, and win them to our side. Um, this shouldn't take too much longer. So uh, be prepared to receive us, you know, in another hour or so. <laughs> Asher's eyes go wide. He's going to use the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to blow up negotiations. <laughs> um, Asher will just send a reply back saying, good, glad to hear it. Um, best of luck to you. All right. Uh, what are you all doing for the approximately two hours uh, while this meeting is taking place? Uh, I'm taking a nap on the bridge. Nice. Two, tuna fish sal sandwich. I almost said salad. We don't, we don't have salad. We only have sandwich ingredients. Is Dine it, is also eating, but nothing have any salad in it, though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I didn't. Well, no, another delivery. Correct him. <laughs> well, tuna fish salad, like the, the parts that make it a salad, as opposed to just straight tuna fish, is what I'm getting at. Okay, so when you make a tuna sandwich, you're just putting actual tuna on bread and eating it, and nothing else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was making a tuna salad sandwich that's what i assumed too but now i have to rework my entire mental <laughs> image of this that's why i'm here i'm not happy about this chuck <laughs> <laughs> oh Look, boy we, we, we've been um not been doing too well in terms of the food department maybe right. this money will help us get some better um food uh well uh, after a little bit of time, um, you get uh, Torse uh, comes to uh, contact you, um, Astro. Oh, no, okay. she doesn't. No, she talks to Dine, not Dine. She talks to Rock first. Because Rock's right there in the in the helm with her. Um, Torse, uh, Torse goes, hey, uh, Rock, I have a question for you if you're awake. Huh? What? Hey, uh, What's up? 
I wanted to run past this past you um, first before I talked to Astro about it to see uh, if I could get someone else to agree with me. Um, ever since we've been operating out here, information's been at a premium. And uh, so I did a thing and uh, we might be able to get something out of it if I'm allowed to use it. Yeah, I don't really know how to answer that. So I bugged Kalyan, um when he came on our ship. Oh, 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 like bugged him, bugged him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I bring it up now to... because uh, if I download the data... We could have a full transcript of what's happening at that meeting over there. If we want it, I don't know, sell it later? Uh, ooh, do we need to wait for him to come back to download it safely? Or? Uh, I mean, it would only take... Um, I mean, if we do it when he says the meeting is over, I could do it remotely. Um... There's only a small chance someone might notice. Um. Yeah, I mean, we should probably check with the boss before we do that. But he might say no, and I wish yeah. he would say yes. I mean, it's a concern, sure. Let's see what he says first, and then we can make a decision. Okay. Let's see what he says, and then we can decide if we want to ignore him. <laughs> so what you're saying is no means yes, and yes means yes. So this determines if we have to cut Astro in, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, after a little while, um, I imagine, you know, Astro works his way, you know, around the ship, doing various other things. Um, the next time you're on the bridge, Astro... Um, uh, Torse, you notice as you walk in, uh, Torse, uh, spins to meet you and kind of like, uh, says conspicuously to Rock, hey, uh, the captain's back. How about that? Astro's hey. like, I'm back. Yeah. Hey, Astro, uh, we bugged Kolion and can download the data and use it later, should we? <laughs> that was a rather, oh, she, she just looks... <laughs> Flusters. Astro just uh, blinks a few times and he's like, uh, What did you say? It's really more of a yes or no kind of question. You, but, you know, you bug Colin. Hold, hold on. Back up. When, when did this happen? That's a really good question. At some point when he was on our ship. Who who bugged him? You? I look at Rock. Did did I bug him? No. <laughs> no, I, I'm like I say that like to Torsay. Oh, you say uh, it like out loud. Yeah. And like, Torsay, what story are like, we gonna tell look, Astro? Looking around, and she just goes, "This is her out if she wants it." Basically, is what... she sighs and goes, "No." When they were coming on board from the ship, and I met them at the airlock, I slipped it into his lapel. 
Oh, okay. Um, wow. Uh, let me just process this. Uh, Torsay, shouldn't be doing these things without consulting me first. You could have put the mission at risk. There was a very small time frame that I had to make a decision, and I made a decision. And she shrugs at you. Well, I do like... Uh, I, I do want the crew to feel independent, but... Oh, that was an awfully big risk you took. What if he had found out? That could have jeopardized everything. Honestly, it's his fault for getting bugged in the first place. I don't know why he'd be upset by that. Yeah, what well, he said. Well, uh, well, he's bugged now. Um, uh, so you're suggesting we download uh, the transcript of the negotiations? Yeah. What good will that do us? I mean, this is a secret meeting at the edge of the sector between um, one of the power players of the sector and one of the primary players in the next sector over. I think that a lot of people would be interested in this. And I mean, we might even want to know what's going on over there. Uh, and then the process, we burn a bridge with the ruined chain. I mean, we know how to sell things to people without it getting traced back to us, right? Uh, probably. Hmm. Takes a big sigh. It's like, can you download the data without, without being caught? I mean, probably. Like, what kind of odds do you, do you put yourself at? Uh, probably 9 out of 10. All right. Well, if we have it, uh, might as well hold on to it for safekeeping. Uh, we can download the data and decide how to use it later. Um, uh, I'm happy to, to help you uh, with that, Torsay. When the time comes, maybe an extra set of eyes will be useful. Uh, all right. Well, um, I mean, if you want to start, we can probably start pulling over the data now. All right. But just because we're downloading the data doesn't mean I've decided I want to sell it yet. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> I don't want to completely else for free. I don't want to completely uh, ruin, our, you know, any inroads we've made with the ruined chain here. Hey, maybe we got him here safely, right? That was our job. If that we was were, our job. if we were at the meeting right now, we'd be hearing all this anyway. Uh, that's true. All right. I'll help you. Let's let's do this quietly. All right. Well, you take a uh, seat at your. <laughs> Turns uh, on obnoxiously <laughs> loud music. Yeah. <laughs> you uh. You go music. <laughs> just, it's just a bunch of like glam metal. <laughs> uh, you Perfect. You go sit at your uh, captain's terminal, and uh, Torse like sends over you know what she has set up. You can see it's kind of like a. A bug that she placed on Kalayan that you should be able to access remotely as long as you're, you know, within 
you know, so many so so far away from it. And you're within range, uh, you know, using the the ship's sensor range to to contact it. Um yeah, uh Astro, you wanna go ahead and <laughs> make me a pilot check? Sure. Sure, I'll do uh, my... You're going to have uh, accuracy uh, because Torsay is helping you. Okay. Yeah, let me uh, let me bring this up. Uh, um, okay. If you want to uh, activate any triggers, now would be the time. Yeah, well, I'll definitely... Can uh, I help by getting his lucky hacking leg warmers that he wears listening to this glam metal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I can imagine the two. <laughs> Um. Huh. So a def I can use hack, right? Um, because I'm sort of Dag, hacking yeah. the data. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. I would guess Probably. so. Uh, I can use hack. Breaks out an axe. Let's see. What about <laughs> act unseen or unheard? Is that more of a physical, physical. presence? Yeah. Uh, that sounds physical. Let's get. That's yeah, about physical. getting somewhere or doing. Oh well, doing something without getting detected. But that's more about infiltrating, um, getting past cameras, doing things like that. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. Um, what about get a hold of something? Uh, let's see. Um, get a hold of something. Um, this so, can't be used for influence. Yeah, that's more like yeah using. Yeah, it doesn't. It's like really using apply. contacts to get a hold of things, or using your money to get a hold of things, or you know, using some some leverage to get a hold of things, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, cover all my bases. So well, yeah, you didn't you didn't say maybe I can charm it, maybe I can investigate. <laughs> it. Don't give him ideas. Might as well just hey. go through your whole list at this point. Yeah. <laughs> investigate. I am investigating. Uh, uh, charming. I'll, uh, if if we get caught, I'll I'll, I'll you know I'll backup roll. Yeah, sure. I'll be like, well, gee, I didn't realize. <laughs> I'm just right. a poor country hacker. I didn't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now which movie did I see? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get um, I'll get Astro his suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> Put a <laughs> chew on a like a. A thing of wheat or whatever. Um, all right. Uh, so plus four on hack and fix with accuracy. You said? Yes, accuracy right. from Torse. So I'm gonna roll roll it up. I uh, got a 27. <laughs> well, that worked well, didn't it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was the music that did it. Was that yeah. maximum? Almost maximum. No, I rolled close, a 19 though. without modifiers. Plus. Oh wow. Plus four for my hack and fix, and plus four for my accuracy. Nice. So yeah, um, Torse is able to pull over the data and you know get the get the you know stream coming in um, of like uh, everything that's been going on at the meeting. Um, in fact, you did so well you you've already gotten you know what's happened so far at the meeting. Um, in case you want, can to we get a it. live feed? Yeah, no, absolutely. Do you want her to open a live feed of what's going on? Yeah, let's do that. All right. So uh, Astro uh, pulls <laughs> now up. Now that we're in, might as yeah. well. <laughs> well, you know, I was I was kind of on the fence about doing this, but now that we're in the yeah. middle of it, I might let's as well just... just go for it. He's in character now. You know, he's like, well, I mean, if I'm a hacker, I guess I should be 
hacking things. Yeah. He has um, to have his leg warmers on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> puts on uh, he takes off his movie star sunglasses and puts on his hacker sunglasses. He's different pairs depending on the job. They're just they're nearly exactly the same, but one has like a black accent on it. Uh, yeah, so uh, you pull up uh, an image of the screen, um, and uh, yeah, it is it is uh, like a almost like a boardroom, right inside of that ship over there. Uh, you can tell that like probably many people are supposed to be able to fit inside of it, um, but yeah, it's it's mostly uh, Talela, and there is a kind of um, very. Um, you know, security-ish looking person just, like, behind her to one side, tall and lithe, wearing, like, full combat armor, a rifle, like, strapped around his shoulders that he's holding, like, to his chest uh, with, like, dark hair, short cut, and a burn scar going across, like, over one temple that, like, prevents the hair there from growing. Um, And uh, he's just, like, standing there very grimly, like... Almost like he's staring right at the camera, right? But you know that the camera um, is attached to Kalyan's, uh like shirt jacket. So you're like, oh, you know, that that's also why it feels like the camera's a little bit lower than you would expect to be, right? Yeah. Because like you're you're used to looking at eye level, but the camera's shooting from like lower than that. Um and Talela is at the other end of the of the table. Um and, you know, uh, you log in at the moment. She's like, yes, you've said that before, but we've told you that, well, I don't know if it's worth moving into that sector with all the trouble you've been having there recently, the increase in piracy, the groups are out of control. You can't even keep your own groups in line. And yes, it would be nice to branch out, but even the corporates, they've all lost their supply lines because of all the action recently. You've heard what's been going on. And you sense some motion as Kalyan makes some sort of gesture you can't see off camera as he goes, yes, yes, of course, uh, we know of them. They've been targeting largely corporate presidences, so we've been under their influence for now. So I think you'll find that works to our mutual benefit because I think I have something you're going to want um, you hear a click off screen, um, like someone taking off handcuffs, um, as a suitcase is placed on the table and slid over to Talela. What's going this? for the bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just goes, what's this? So you grandstanding now? You know, power moves are only so effective as she goes to open the briefcase and pauses in, like, the middle of her sentence. Where'd you get this? I think you'll find that, um... with all the chaos in the sector, that some things go overlooked. The ruin chain has eyes and hands everywhere. We may not be as built up as some of the other groups in the sector, but you'll find working with us can get you access to things maybe other people overlooked. Um, she, like, nods. I thought that, um, all known sources of this were documented already. Kalyan just chuckles slightly and says, yes, all known sources. I think that a unknown source would be 
mutually beneficial to us. I'm, I'm gonna we pause run you a... What's that? I'm going to pause this for a second because in Roll20, I made the joke saying that like the sign yeah. copy red alert. And the fact that this exact conversation works, you yeah, assume it's too good. <laughs> like, you it's haven't said good. anything so far that would contradict it. <laughs> it's just astro memorabilia. Yeah. <laughs> All the copies have been destroyed, but tracks. this copy. Where'd you get this? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It's, I'm cracking up as you're describing any, this unknown anyone thing. Anyone that missed it because he started laughing as he said it. He said it was a signed copy of Red Alert, the yeah. Astro movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did not make out what he said from laughing while saying it. I'm sorry. So, uh, yeah, she looks at the briefcase, and as Kalyan, uh she's just, like, staring at it, and she can tell she's kind of, like, fixated by it a little bit. Like, it's caught her off guard. Kalyan goes... We can run you a supply line of this to sweeten the deal. I think a untracked source would go a long way. She closes the briefcase, looks across the table at just above and to the right of the camera. I think this changes the outline of the deal a little bit. She smiles conspiratorially at Kalyan. Good job. I think... Uh, we can find some amenable solutions for working together. I'm going to have to, of course, contact my superiors. I think we're going to be coming to a mutually beneficial arrangement, assuming we both can keep things under control until then. Yes, of course. And uh, there's some shuffling of papers, some things passed around the room. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, as you continue watching, you just see, you know, people moving around. You catch glimpses of like other security personnel in the room. Oh, they have donuts. Yeah, there's like, you know, what's weird. All powdered. They didn't get like a variety pack. It's just like a giant case of powdered donuts. And that's a power move because like you get milk on your side, but you don't give them milk. (laughs) And then then you notice that like only like four of the donuts are gone. And you look at everyone wearing these crisp black suits and military attire don't have any powder on them whatsoever. But as the camera turns and you see Cord on the camera, you see that he has powder stains on his shirt. And you're like, Cord ate all the powdered donuts. Um, But yeah, you just see them kind of like concluding their meeting, like shaking hands. Like the, the... facade of Talela has changed completely. You can tell that as soon as she has noticed that there is like something, you know, um, exploitable out of this arrangement, she's now all of a sudden on board with trying to make this work. And uh, it's up to you if you want to, you know, keep this feed open. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of, you kind of logged in right at the end there. And uh, yeah. you have a transcript of what was happening earlier in the meeting if you want to review that later. Okay, yeah. Um I mean after after they sort of conclude their business, I'll I'll sort of shut off the feed and I'll say, "Huh. I mean, I got to ask Kalyan what's what's uh in that briefcase. He probably won't tell me though." Torse turns around. Says, "I don't think you'll have to ask him." Um I was oh? reading through the transcript uh while you were watching the feed. Um, 
I don't know how we didn't hear about this, but I guess we aren't tuned to any of the corporate channels right now, seeing as we're getting all of our supplies below board. Um, remember that mining run we went on that started all of this? Sure. According to uh, what they were discussing in that meeting, that's been happening all year. Really? There are 12 confirmed cases of destroyed corporate mining installations over the last year. Um, At this point, Dine will walk up on deck having heard that, and he's like, sounds like the noblest of Leech has uh, been busy over the last year. There's um, no reports about what any of these mines were mining. Uh, so if I had to guess... It probably means they were all mining the same thing. Wait, you think the noblest bleach is is involved in all of them? Is it the noblest affair? Yeah, I, I guess you're right. It is the noblest affair. Evelyn, Evelyn's just there the whole time eating her sandwich, just staying <laughs> quiet. <laughs> I couldn't figure a way to get myself in. Now that you're all there, just Evelyn eating the oddest-looking sandwich, it's just like a big fillet of tuna between two pieces of white bread. There's cheese. Ugh. There's cheese. Oh. And then Evelyn's like, okay, where's my sardine juice? <laughs> Immediately. Artemis. <laughs> triggered. <laughs> asteroid. Fucking asteroid see the distance? flies at the other ship. <laughs> <laughs> so... What, you guys have been spying on the meeting now? Is that what's going on? Well, I mean, that wasn't my intention from the beginning, but since pieces were set in motion, I'll just say. So um, you're saying that's a box of um, iridium then, isn't it? That would be uh, That would be my guess. Well, it was already one of the most valuable ores in the universe before, and ever since, uh, our actions has probably skyrocketed in value. So, um, so we're thinking maybe this connects a ruined chain to the Nobilis affair, or could the these uh, other mining incidents be separate no, from our I, mission? I don't think they've been connected to the Nobilis affair. I think it's more likely they found another source that the corporations either don't know of or are selling to them. Um, or they've been, they've been involved in uh, these uh, blowing up these mines. Yeah, Maybe. but but it seems to me more likely that, that the ruined chain have access to another source that uh, um, that most people don't know about. I mean, this is all of a sudden making things make more sense. Remember when all of a sudden fuel got way more expensive this last year? Yeah. Yeah, that that was a pain. Yeah, we had to we had to go eat into our food budget there. As you take another bite of your sandwich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we had to settle for the for the tuna rations. Well, it makes sense. If you destroy the sources of fuel, fuel prices are probably going to skyrocket. And with corporations being as uh, finicky as they are with their locations of uh, fuel, then, well, it would make sense that having, well, a location where corporations don't know that it exists 
being valuable. <clears throat> For sure. Well, I'm okay with, uh, uh, you know, breaking the corporation's command over the supply chain. Well, it could be more dangerous than that too, though. I don't know if we should do anything with this information. It might be a good <coughs> no, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat here. Well, it, I'm not saying this is the case, but this is what I would do in this case if I was on the other end. If I was planning some sort of coup or attack on a corporation, I would want to bleed them out first, take their resources, make sure they don't have as much as possible before you do anything. And if people are doing this, then there might be something bigger coming down the line. Yeah, if we sell this information, it could have some, could make us some money, but it could also have some bad unintended consequences. You mean like painting a giant target on the DBC, bigger than before? Well, actually, this, that's, this information that's, sort of, that's, that's sort of my thoughts, yeah. I mean, that that's assuming we can't sell it anonymously, but I'm thinking more like the larger scale sort of uh, political implications. Look, the most valuable source of this information to go to is the corpos. That is true. Would you say, sorry, um, I, I didn't hear you, Jay. Uh, the most valuable source for the information is to the corporation. Oh, right. So uh, I don't think we should do anything with it at the moment. Um, to be any, if anything, this is a bargaining chip. If they ever, you know, catch wind or catch us or something like that. Yeah, I don't want to sound too mercenary about this, but we're in the black books of some fairly powerful groups. If we wanted to, this could be something that erases that bad history a little bit. I don't, I don't think we want to go there. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, we've been watching over our shoulders for a year now because we were afraid of them coming at us, but I mean, I don't want to throw these guys under the bus for no reason, but I have to bring up that, you know, we'd be safer. Yep. That is well, certainly something to consider. Speaking of, of Manticorp, you said that there were 12 mines that have been taken out over the past year. Were all of them Manticorp, or were they just various different corporations? No, not all of them were Manticorp. It seems like a little less than half were Manticorp. Five of them. Including, by the way, the one you all were involved in. So they've been bleeding pretty heavily. Manticorp has a strong presence in this sector. Um, I mean, I'm not too surprised. Were we the first? Yeah. Yeah, that was the first one in the books. Mm. Well, I won't say that I, I, it feels like our actions have at least emboldened the actions of those who are uh, working against the corporations. And we know who to come to in case we need, you know, some resources. <clears throat> I guess if we know the ruined chain has access, if we need to 
somehow manufacture military hardware, they're the ones to go to for the raw resources right now. We also have the option of selling this information to the noblest affair. I have a feeling this is probably something they would be interested in. They might be the perpetrators that's of it. That's us, because I'll say, yeah. I mean, if that's the case, then selling it to them would be kind of telling them we're going to sell them secrecy. And I don't know how they'll respond to that. They seem like the type to um, silence things yeah. that are <clears throat> trouble. This is true. Plus, they're, wow. they're in cahoots with the aliens. I still believe. <laughs> she like leans back uh, in her chair a little bit and like puts her hand over her face and then she just like says loudly enough for everyone to hear. I almost wish we didn't know this. I feel like even knowing this is dangerous. Hey, you you're the one that put the the bug on him. You said yes. <laughs> but you you started this whole chain of events. You encouraged me after the fact, <laughs> but you did. <laughs> Well, we have it now. Let's just sit on the information. Let it marinate a little bit. Let's focus on... I'll uh, just sigh and go, it could be worse. At least he wasn't trying to bargain with Astro Memorabilia. <laughs> no. Actually, put the information on a UMD. I'll wipe it from our computer. No, I forgot. I forgot, like, UMDs <laughs> exist in this universe. They are. That's our, that's our floppy disk. Yeah, they're yeah. the format. Um, for uh, any external storage information. <laughs> so yeah, Torsay uh, loads a little uh, cassette CD UMD into into the terminal, and uh, you see a, a progress bar. She uh, loads all of the data, including the the video, um, the transcript. See progress bar instantly go to ninety percent, and then just stop, <laughs> and then the actual load ninety nine percent. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it actually goes, goes back a few percentage points. It's like, wait, what? 89. 69, nice, 89. Uh, um, but yeah, then uh, Torse takes out the UMD and, uh, you know, kind of like flips it across the uh, the hull at you, uh, Rock. All right, I'll take it then. Put it with my other one that I have. <clears throat> All right, well, for now, uh, put it out of your minds. Let's just focus on completing the mission at hand and getting paid. Oh, that's, uh, that's a contact. Goliath's uh, calling us. Uh, okay, on screen. All right, as you see a uh, moving image of Kalyan, uh as he seems to be boarding uh, his vessel as well. Uh, went better than I expected. We should have an agreement uh, I'm getting on board right now. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, where should I go? Uh, yours or mine? We'll be uh, leaving uh, after we have a few moments to um, just say our goodbyes. Uh, excellent. Glad to hear it. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, again, I'd feel uh, comfortable if you came to our ship until we have safely deposited you on a planet or place of your choosing. Um, uh, but I'm very glad to hear the negotiations went well. All right. Well, I'll be right over then. Um, after we arrive, we just have to wait. Um, I need to hear back from, uh, Talela to just confirm that she's heard back from her superiors and everything's good to go before we leave. But the negotiations are over and we've drawn up a, um, 
temporary contract. It was Yora, the Rune Chain, and I'm sorry, what was the other group's name again? Uh, Contraterine. Contra. Yeah, Contraterine, um, you have limited information about because they're outside the sector you've been primarily operating in. Um, the information between Astro and um, Dyne that you've been able to collect uh, on Contraterine is that they're they're kind of like uh, a big name operator one sector over. Um, they have their hands in a lot of pies. Um, they're, they're kind of like a, you know, almost like a holding company kind of situation where they're like majority investors in a lot of smaller corporations. Um, and you know, no one knows, you know, kind of how far their reach is. So that's kind of why they're a little bit of a secretive, uh, you know, seem to have like a lot of military prowess. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a very secretive kind of tertiary operator uh, that seems to be very well funded. Uh, but yeah, um, after a little while, uh, Kalyan will shuttle back over to your ship. Um, after he gets on board, um, I assume, you know, people go down and meet him as he, uh, you know, embark, uh, disembarks on your ship. Um, he walks up to you, Astro, and just goes to shake your hand and goes, well, good job, Captain. You've successfully made it, uh, to the end of our, uh, little agreement. You just need to get us all home and we can celebrate, uh, Possibly by uh, sending some uh, bonus money your way. That's uh, information you gave me was extra helpful during that negotiation. Uh, wonderful. I'm very pleased to hear that. Did you have to use your ace in the hole? Yes. Yes, I did. But uh, it did work quite nicely. Um, I think uh, they won't underestimate the ruin chain for, for much longer. Well, uh, it's good to have allies like the Rune Chain, I have to say. Let's get you back safely. All right. Well, let's head back up to the bridge. Uh, hopefully we'll be hearing from uh, from them shortly and we can all get out of this little rocky field. The sooner the better. Good to see you didn't explode. Why would <laughs> I have exploded? Oh, well, Astro thought your briefcase was a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was a little that was a little joke between us. <laughs> it, it's nothing serious. Uh, he like slaps his hand on your shoulder a little a little too hard, Astro, as he's laughing, uh, and he goes, uh, "Yeah, don't believe everything you hear about us. We're not part of the assertives." Uh, Asher laughs and then shoots a glare at Rock. Do I know what he's talking about when he says assertives? Like, uh, so uh, what you have uh, become aware of, um, just as you know, you've been operating over the last year in this sector, is that the Ruin Chain, especially because you have a little bit of a closer tie with um your contact uh, at the radio, um, Rock, um, Tanjon, um. There are subgroups in the Ruin Chain. Uh, it is not a monolith in terms of an organization. Um, there are dissenting groups, uh, dissenting voices that make up its group. Um, and the Assertives um, are kind of one of the groups that's made itself known as a little bit more of a um, uh, kind of like... A 
they're the they're the people that you see constantly like making action against corporations even when perhaps um their losses were higher than maybe the worth of the mission right um they're the kind of people who've been out there making trouble but have been you know taking trouble in return a lot for the ruin chain they're probably the most aggressive branch of uh the ruin chain oh okay um, but yeah, uh, you guys head back up to uh, the bridge. And um, yeah, after a little while, uh, you're all waiting. Um, Kalayan, uh just is like evaluating the field. And uh, Torse goes, uh, hey, Astro, come take a look at this. I'll go over to Torse's station. Uh, hey, Astro, um, the... Um, those uh those drones that you made um remember is there like a screen to follow us and we're back another recording malfunction astro decided he didn't want to be here for problems so he turned off his mic and ran away but it's, we all it's corralled just too him much back. responsibility yeah we all corralled him back and told him he has to keep playing or else we're gonna have to you know, pull up someone from the sidelines to replace them, and his star power won't allow that to happen. So, um, I threatened to throw away his movie collection. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Um, but anyway, where we left off is uh, Torse called you over to her terminal and said, uh, "Hey, Astro, um, you know those uh, drones uh, you left behind? Um, we lost contact with them um, when when we went through the gates." Um, you know, they, they stopped, you know, they weren't strong enough to, to broadcast here. Sure. Um, uh, except for their, um, their termination signals. Uh, their termination signals. Uh, yeah, it's like the last strong signal they send out if they were to, uh, like explode or something. Is this a, a hypothetical you're, you're positing to me? Maybe. No, no, we got those. Um, they're gone now. <sighs> Shit. Uh, all right. Well, uh, is there a problem, Captain? Kalyan says as he steps up. Not sure. Um, the the uh, probes we left behind um, to detect if we were being followed. Uh, we lost. We we got signals that they might have been blown up. We could be being followed. That's not encouraging. Well, uh, aren't we leaving? Yes. Um, well, do we tell them, I guess? We're kind of waiting on their signal to leave. I don't see why we wouldn't uh tell him and leave hey guys um i think it might be too late uh as she points to the screen um a bunch of contacts appear at the edge of the system i'll say um can can the uh contratarian help us i mean we can maybe ask them as I, I'll try to open up, Ba-doo, beep. 
uh, <laughs> as um, you start receiving a signal. Um, Torsay uh, pulls the signal up on screen and it is a face you don't recognize. Um, again, it's kind of just like a shoulder length shot. Um, there's a person in the front of the screen um, who has like a dark background. You can't tell where they are. Um, it looks like cramped wherever they are. It's just like a monitor light that is like reflecting on their face that you can just barely see them by. Um, they're wearing like uh, combat fatigues um, that look, you know, pieced together piecemeal from like different pieces of outfit. Um, and uh, it's like a youth like a, a younger person um, uh, who but just has the face of someone who's seen everything. This kind of like almost hollowed look um, and there's these huge bags under their eyes. Um, and uh, he looks into the, the monitor and just says. It has come to the Bloom's attention that an unauthorized meeting has been made by one of our overly paternal members and i don't think everyone's going to agree with the terms now if we all just want to put down our weapons and say goodbye we're gonna take him in now and then the screen cuts off you should even let us uh, respond no it was just a just a transmission Wait, how did they even know the terms so that they didn't know they weren't going to agree to them? Kalayan looks pensive. Th this isn't good. Uh, would they say the Blooms? Comes to Blooms' attention? <sighs> the Bloom is another subgroup in the Ruined Chain. They, um, they're recent, but they've been gaining a lot of members who are disillusioned with the little progress we've been making over the past few years. They've wanted Why to would... do some a little bit more extreme measures. And um, let's just say that uh, they don't like me too much. Well, yeah, this is really be that, embarrassing. Be that as it may, um, their dislike of you aside, why would they have a problem with your negotiations? I, this only seems to help the rune chain as a whole. As it? a principle, they're against getting outside interests involved. Um, Contratarian to them is just another version of a corporation, just another outside interest. We've tried talking to them. We've tried making them see that Sometimes you need to shake hands with people you don't exactly want to in order to get things done, but they have other things in mind, apparently. Trust me, we've help. tried to handle this internally, but he motions towards the view screen. This is where we are right now. Torsi, how many contacts do we have? <sighs> Lots. There's. This isn't... This isn't... A couple large ships. This is a this is a peasants militia. I don't even know what to make of them. They're all so small. Not a single one of them is even the size of our ship. I don't even know what they expect to do here. Do do we need to ready the sardines, Captain? We're gonna want to get out of here as soon as possible. 
They may we, look small, but... Can uh, we activate our blink drive? Not until we're... Uh, of course it goes. I mean, not until we're at the edge of the system. Uh, we're still under the effect of the gravity well. We don't need the, the gate to be open or go through it, but we can't get there from here. Can we... Uh, can we... Uh go at the opposite end of the system away from them we can but we'll be burning sublight across the entire system i don't know it's not these, a quick journey <laughs> it's not a quick journey and these things might be faster than us so it's up to you captain kalian like looks at you says what do you think your capabilities are we're gonna have to make a decision I'll, here i'll i'll turn to um uh to uh dine and I'll say, um, your Artemis backup plan, can that be used as a distraction? I His suppose plan. it can, but it depends on the size of the ships and when they arrive. Wait, wait, I mean, wait, wait. A... His plan? Uh, fine, Evelyn's plan. Thank you. All right, Evelyn, you take over then. <laughs> Yes, I do think, and, and she'll just pound her fist on the on the desk because she wants to seem like she's important. I do think they can be a distraction. I think this is the first I've heard of this plan. What have you guys been doing? Something with an asteroid. I'm not privy to all the details. Can you we explain, took, Evelyn? We, we took we Evelyn's grappling hooks and strapped it to some asteroids so we can launch it at people. Actually, we explained this earlier. You're eating. You're eating a sandwich. Uh, I might have. Uh, might have only half listened. But yeah, it's as... It's as I just realized I have not been doing the voice the entire session. It's as, as, as Dine put it. You know, we're just going to launch a bunch of asteroids at them. You know, I mean, they're small enough. I don't think they'd survive the collision. Well, we do that. We make a run for the edge and activate our blink drive. At least if we're not headed straight for the gate, we might be able to put some distance between us and them. Uh, it looks like we're being contacted by Contraterrain. Uh, yeah, put, put them on screen. Maybe they can help. Uh, on screen, uh, you see uh, Talela, uh appear back on screen, looking very disappointed. Um, well, Kalyan, I thought you said you had the distance in hand. Um, Kalyan kind of like steps into the captain's position again uh, in front of you, Astro, unless you stop him. That's fine. All right. And uh, he says, I thought so, too. I don't know how they learned of our meeting place, but I think you'll agree that the value of our deal should survive impact with this, right? She like. Glumly like nods her head. Agreed. If we both get out of here, we'll be leaving, Kalyan. Contact us in a few weeks once you've taken care of your internal issues. I'll, I'll step in and say, uh, we could use the assist. And who are you? I'm the captain of the ship, Astro Jammin. Ah, the bodyguards. I'm sure you could. Why don't you complete your mission and get along? We have other things to deal with. If we fail to um, if we fail to get Kalyan out safely, your entire negotiation might have been for naught. She like seeples her fingers inch. in front of her as she like leans back in her chair. 
Oh, and you seem to be negotiating on his behalf now? What what do you give us for our interference in these internal ruined chain affairs? If this other group comes out on top, then it seems like we don't have a deal to protect. Well, exactly. That's why it's in your best interest to make sure they're neutralized before they become any more trouble. If you, uh, if you show them right here, right now, that um, that you're not going to stand for uh, them trying to take control over the ruined chain, um, they realize they'll be outmatched. The deal's already done. Hmm. I suppose part of this deal will involve us helping you clean house, Kalayan. I don't appreciate using our forces as a maid service. Fine. We're making a break directly towards the edge of the system. We're going to go through this chain and probably divert a fair amount of their forces. Follow in our wake and deal with the ones that come at you, and if we can get out of here alive, the deal's still on. Very good. Uh, we also have uh, Ace up our sleeve, um, and I'll explain the details about like our asteroid uh, flinging operation. <sighs> That's some I'll good say, forethought um, on you, then. Yes, we'll wait for them to get a little bit closer so we can use it as a distraction to cover our escape, then. Excellent. Then uh, looks like we're all in sync here. Try to keep up, mercenary. And the screen turns off. No, no one says goodbye around here, do they? <laughs> no. <laughs> just Dino, like in the D movies. <laughs> Dine will just kind of stand up and he'll just look at Evelyn and go, Evelyn, let's get in our mechs. I have a feeling we're going to be we're going to be deploying soon. Yeah, I'll warm up the mechs. Um, am I piloting for this? Oh. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show my hand a little bit here, Jay, um, to say that uh, as we end this session, um, you guys uh, are able to see the forces as they're coming a little bit closer. Uh, it is a swarm of enemies, um, a lot of MCs uh, with spacefaring capabilities, uh, escorting basically. Uh, what looks like almost like a peasant's militia of hobbled together bombing ships. Um, larger than your mechs, but smaller than like a larger ship. Um, you can tell as they get closer and as Torse scans them, they're going to be trouble if they get too close to either the DBC or the Relst. Um, they may not be... Um, <clears throat> They may not be, you know, almost, you know, super durable like the larger ships are. Um, but if they can unload the payload they apparently have on on hand, um, it can seriously injure or disable either the Relst or the DBC. Um, so. Starting next session. You all are going to have to run an escort mission through the asteroid field to get the Relst and the DBC out of the edge of the asteroid field safely so you can make a break towards the edge of the system. Okay. All right. Well, everyone, we'll see how the pilots get themselves out of this one and uh, see what they're up against at the start of the next episode. 
All right, we'll see Ooh, you next boy. time. Bye-bye. See ya. Later. Bye.